I'm Stu Whiffin. And I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast. The podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast, episode number 55. I'm Scroobius Pip and my l- l- lucky number is five, so I demanded that I come back to host on, on episode 55. And I'm joined by a far more regular voice on here, Mr. Adam Richardson. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm feeling pretty lucky to have you with me today. It's exciting to be back. I've, I've not done one. I mean, I've been on because I I was a guest on on recently, but I've not been yeah. one of the hosts. I've not been able to make it on with you or Stu recently. So it's, yes, it's exciting to be back. Yes, good to have you back. Did you listen to last week's episode? I did. That's the question. I did. Um, again, yeah. Can is, you remember is, who was on? Um, <laughs> I, I know that I, I faked my own appearance by interviewing Greg Jenner on there. Um, yes, that's right. Doing his 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 final recommendation, um, I think, and there was mm-hmm. was Hannah from Red Handed also recommending, and M- Maddie Moat from Maddie's Sound Explorers was the 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 main the main guest as such. So yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah, it was a, a great chat with Maddie, and uh, I want to say that she actually sent through a video for my daughter, yeah. saying hi, and it was all a big a really big deal. You I were eventually in- you were incredibly excited to be recorded that one because she is one of your daughter's absolute favorites so yeah Yeah. well i showed her the video and she sort of cried and was so overwhelmed and was scared and never wants to see it again oh (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing so so yeah i mean maddie if you're listening thank you so much i'm I'm sure she'll grow to love the video but i think it's a bit overwhelming when you see one of your heroes addressing you yeah yeah imagine that if it was on the TV and they suddenly turn and start talking to you, that's literally a horror film type sequence. Yeah. So I can yeah, imagine yeah. that not realising that these people are in the real world at that age, yeah, it's yeah, going to get intimidating. A, it was a weird one, but it's so great to have Maddie on and her podcast is brilliant. We've been listening to a bit of that in the car. Yes. Um, we've well, got three other guests for yeah, this week. Yeah, and, and the first one was another one that you were incredibly excited to be doing because he's a bit of a, a podcast legend obviously he's a radio legend but early on became a bit of a podcast kind of forefather so yeah who've we got first we have one half of yeah one of the biggest film podcasts in the country wittertainment uh obviously does that with mark hermode it's simon mayo but he's not here to talk about wittertainment he's here to talk about his books of the year podcast um which is very exciting and uh, as you will hear he's also going to be talking about a very special episode that is out now All right, I'm joined today over Zoom uh, by Simon Mayo. Simon, how are you? Well, uh, I'm on holiday. Been on holiday for a week and a half, so I'm halfway through the holiday. Although it's a strange holiday because I've got a a book to launch, the Lee Child podcast to talk about, the new radio show. So I've spent most of my holiday working. So it's a slightly unusual holiday, but it's an unusual time. It, it yes, it, it very much is. I was about to say, but it must be nice to uh, you know you're working away, but at least you're getting to spend some time at home. But I'm sure yeah. you're quite bored of that anyway now. Yeah, I mean, I've been spending time at home since March. <laughs> yeah. So I've got the kit. Uh, in fact, I brought the kit out with me on holiday to see if I can actually do the show from anywhere. You know, if I can do the show from my bedroom, maybe I can do the show from the garden mm-hmm. here on holiday. Maybe I don't have to ever go back home. I'm just going to stay on holiday forever. I think that probably is possible in this day and age with the 
how easy it is to get equipment and set it up and uh, put a duvet over your head if you need particularly good yeah. sound. A lot of people are doing that. Well, I've learned two things. First of all, a good microphone means that you can broadcast pretty much from anywhere. And the second thing is the the quality of the microphone on this MacBook is remarkably good. My instinct is always the condenser microphones were always rubbish, but that's because I grew up with cassette recorders and things. But, you know, the quality of the microphones in these laptops is pretty good, I think. I think we were a bit worried uh, initially to start recording these over Zoom uh, because obviously when you're talking about podcasts, you'd, you'd like to think that well, you want the podcaster to sound as, as clear as possible. But uh, we've had all sorts of different setups and we haven't really had any problems. So let's talk about your podcast. Obviously, you know, there may be some listeners who haven't heard of it. So yeah. w- what is it? What's, if we start with the name and if you could tell us a little bit about it. I do a couple of podcasts. I mean, the, the first podcast that I did and continue to do is the Wood Entertainment uh, film podcast with Mark Kermo. That was the, and that's been going a long time. Uh, the Books of the Year podcast came out of, I just referred to the events of 2018, but you know, uh, the chaos at Radio 2, one of the things that I was most enraged about was what happened to the Radio 2 book club, uh, which was a really substantial piece of broadcasting and arts programming and some serious time and money was spent contacting the publishers, all the publishers putting forward two books a quarter, uh, the reading agency sitting down, reading all the books, making a shortlist, ready to, you know, committee meeting, deciding what the, you know, and then so a proper process by which we ended up with a ready to book club. And when that was axed, I thought this is, you know, I was really, really frustrated and slightly mad so I thought I, I want to I want to keep this going somehow so the books of the year podcast came out of that really and Matt Williams who co-hosts he was part of the ready to show as well and he he always loved his books and so he was the obvious person to to go in with so it sort of it sort of came out of the chaos of 2018 and it, it's a fun show to do and I I think the reaction is pretty positive but you know Excellent. And uh, what's what's the format? I mean, I imagine there's a lot of re- talking about and reviewing books, but obviously you have authors on and you're speaking to them as well. Yeah. Is there a set format to each show or do you mix it up? Uh, I think format is a slightly too rich word for <laughs> the way we approach. Uh, I think give, suggesting there's a format is is misleading. <laughs> Basically, Matt and I sit there, we read some emails from listeners we laugh about a few things. We've actually started making up our own ads. So when we weren't doing so many shows, obviously the advertising drops away. So we just started advertising products that we like, even though they weren't in any way connected with us or gave us any money. So I would talk about Union Coffee or Stokes Sauces or something like that. <laughs> um, and Matt started talking about Johnson & Johnson Kitchen products. And it's a whole new non-revenue stream, which everyone should try. Um <laughs> But basically, we, we have an author uh, every week or every time there's a podcast, which is, which is more accurate to say. And um, we interview them, talk to them about their book. And that's, that's podcast number one. And then we do a quite an elaborate Q&A, which is podcast number two. So we basically get two hits with each author. And that's really it as far as the podcast is concerned. It's really just two guys talking about books to an author who's written a book that I think people will be interested in. Does that count as format? I, I think so. Yeah. It's fairly loose, but uh, some of the best podcasts are like that. And uh, yeah, I think that's, that sounds excellent. So in terms of the guests, I, you know, I, I, ha- I am a listener uh, and I did have a scroll through the back catalogue 
But for those who don't know about the show at all, could you sort of maybe tell our listeners about some of the highlights or, or some of the guests that you think uh, could be worth checking out? <laughs> and then, all of them. <laughs> I enjoyed the Malcolm Gladwell podcast that we did a few months ago just because it was talking to Malcolm Gladwell. Because you, he, he's the kind of person you could speak to forever about any subject and you mm. go, oh, you know, that's fascinating. Anthony Horowitz has been on a number of times. Ian Rankin has been on a number of times. I think they're kind of good places to start in terms of just getting a handle on the kind of thing we do. We did one with writer Charlie Connolly, who'd written a book, which is sort of about the delights of radio and old-fashioned radio and the shipping forecast and things like that. So that was and that was fun. I think each to their own. Have a good have a good browse. Back when we started, Robbie Williams was one of our first. In fact, he might even have been the first. So we've done Linda LaPlante and Robbie Williams, um, Louis de Bernier. They were the early ones. And, you know, and the programme has changed and morphed. And, and now we have to do it remotely, of course. But I think it's, it's worth spending some time looking at the list. These are the names that I can remember. I, hope <laughs> yeah, well, I think you did a pretty good job. Um, I'd love to talk about, uh, finally, a, uh, well, specifically about an episode that came out as we're recording, a couple of hours ago, I believe. Yes. Um, so, so you have a special episode coming out with a very special author that people will be familiar with. Um, if you'd like to explain a little bit about that. Well, a year ago, we were recording uh, a Books of the Year podcast with Lee Child about the latest Jack Reacher book. And when we were doing it, I just had seen the artwork for, just been sent some artwork for Knife Edge, my new book. And I shared it with Lee somewhat nervously because, you know, I've written a thriller. He's the number one thriller writer in the world. That's quite a scary thing. Anyway, he genuinely seemed to think the cover was good. He, we're both in the same publisher and he got a PDF of the book sent and he said, well, next time, Simon, I should interview you. And I thought, that's very nice, Lee. Thanks very much. That will never happen. And then when he announced that he was sort of retiring um, and not coming over, I thought, well, that's definitely it. Anyway, it wasn't. And we recorded a Lee Child takeover of Books of the Year. And he was in his studio, like, like in, or in his back bedroom in Wyoming. And I'm in my bedroom in North London. And Matt's in his attic somewhere else in North London. And Matt and Lee take over. And Lee Child takes it very seriously. He says at the beginning, welcome to the Lee Child Books of the Year podcast and he also makes up an advert uh, something to do some jack reacher coffee which is available in baltimore anyway excellent so we did, we did a whole thing but i am very much i am a guest on my own podcast mm. uh, which first of all that's the first weird thing you know that's that's very strange but when i was thinking just precisely what was happening and the guy who has sold so many books around the world with this extraordinary jack reacher franchise is sitting there having read my book, having been a booker judge uh, this year, having read my book, he's now interviewing me about it. I did have an outbreak of imposter syndrome, which I get very often, but it was, you know, it was a very scary, I mean, fortunately, he loves the book. So that was helpful, you know, that kind of set my, <laughs> set my mind at ease. But it was, it was certainly a surreal experience because he looks at things in a completely different way. He understands the thriller genre and will ask you questions completely out of left field. And also because there's a sequence in the book. I mean, I'll include it in this chat because Lee includes it in our chat. He okay. talks about a sequence in the book which takes place in Coventry. And I thought it would be of interest to him because he grew up in Coventry. So 
he asked me specifically about that. Now, if it had been anybody else, I would say, can we not talk about this because it's a sort of reveal about what happens in the book. But I'm not, I wasn't going to say that to Lee Child. So it was a challenging interview to do, but enormous fun. And he seemed to enjoy it and, take, and he took it very seriously. Fantastic. What a great opportunity. And it's obviously fantastic that he actually read the book and enjoyed the book and was a big fan. I suppose yeah. it probably wouldn't have happened if, uh, if that wasn't the case, but uh, you never know. And, and <laughs> I don't think, I think Lee, a bit like his character, Jack Reacher, I don't think he suffers fools gladly. And if he had not liked the book, he absolutely wouldn't have, he wouldn't have been, he wouldn't have come anywhere near the podcast he'd be very polite and respectful but he wouldn't have done it it's an ex- I, th- I found it very exciting i don't think i want to listen to it again because i'll get all nervous all over mm. again but it was great fun to do excellent all right well thank you very much simon thanks for having me on there we go that was simon mayo how was that because that must have been a bit intimidating and nerve-wracking going in because he is someone yeah. who's 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 had this film podcast for years and all sorts of other stuff and on the film one he can be critical when he needs to be. Do you know, I don't know. Him and Komodo, I find weirdly intimidating. Like, in, I'm a fan, but I find them weirdly intimidating in, oh, in yeah. that way. So, yeah, it's, it Simon. sounded like he was lovely, though. <laughs> he, yeah, he was. He really was. And uh, what I really enjoyed about it was, um, as you will have heard, he, he mentioned imposter syndrome when he was speaking to other crime authors. And right after uh, we stopped recording, I said, It's funny you mentioned imposter syndrome because I had exactly that before this call. Um, you know, speaking to you. And he, he sort of said a wonderful thing about, you know, he said, I think all the best people have, have imposter syndrome. If you don't get imposter syndrome, then there's something wrong with you. He said yeah. the likes of Trump, the likes of Boris Johnson, he doubts they ever get imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah. It's if you ever stop getting it, then you've got to be worried. So, yeah, it was a really, a really nice conversation. And he, he was, yeah, a lovely man. I love it. That's perfect. Well, shall we have a little break and then we'll come back with some uh, some recommendations? Yeah, let's. Okay, so we are back for recommendations. And the first one is one half of the Black Girls Living podcast. It is uh, Vic, and she's going to be recommending one of her favourite shows. Right, I'm here today with Jasmine and Vic from Black Girls Living. Hello. Hiya. Hello. Hi. Um, today, I'm going to ask you, Vic, for mm-hmm. a uh, recommendation. Is there a, a podcast that you really enjoy that you'd like to recommend? Yes, there is. Um, there was a podcast called Two Queens in a Pod. And firstly, okay. I just love the name of the podcast. Like, me and Jasmine were talking about genius podcast names, and we just think... They are marketing masterminds. Like, how did you come up with that? Great name. Basically, it's a fashion and beauty podcast. And people might be like, how do you do fashion and beauty in a podcast? But it's genius. They talk about how to um, navigate buying your first designer bag, what to look for in trends, how to buy staple pieces. And they also talk about relationships and just popular culture. And because both of them have such a wealth of knowledge about influencers and fashion, a lot of it is very, very like integral and important. So recently Kylie Jenner went viral for wearing a black owned business and the business, one of the co-hosts, Iman, was doing PR for that business. So hearing everything pan out on her podcast was just so like interesting. Uh, and, yeah, okay. Yeah, they and they have really, really great guests. So they have like, um, mm-hmm. they had this um, uh, financial expert called Bola Sol who talks about women and investing and they also had a a um, black woman who's into uh, venture capital what's the word venture 
venture What's... capitalism, I suppose, no, or, or uh, capitalist venture. If you're, you can be a venture capitalist. VR. Or... I don't know what it is. VR. What is a VR? Yeah. Maybe she's just okay. an investor, I suppose. Yeah. Okay, so there's a woman, yes, yeah, there's a woman on there. They had a woman on there who is an investor and she was talking about investing in, in small businesses. And I don't know, I just, find, I just find their podcast just really, really easy to listen to and mm. also very informative as well. Okay, so that's cool. So it sounds as if they cover like a real range. Mm-hmm. They don't just sort of stick to one topic. And am I right in saying that it's been going for quite a while? Yeah, it's been going on since like Two Queens has been going on since March 2019. Okay, cool. Um, And can you remember how you discovered it again? Was it sort of a a recommendation or did it just pop up on your feed? Yeah, so um, I actually know Iman um, and she put it on her story and I was like, oh, I need to check this out. So yeah, the first episode was actually about H&M changing rooms. And I remember being like, oh my God, this is so relatable because everybody knows the lighting in H&M changing rooms just makes you feel just awful, awful. About, exactly oh my god even you know it just makes you feel awful about yourself <laughs> um and I just felt it was just really refreshing just to listen to them talk about fashion that's, that's nice. pretty much how I found so what so so why is the lighting bad is it like um, like, like from it's above it's almost as if they put the light right above you so yeah. the shadows I don't know the not shadows flattering. are not fluttering mm. <laughs> okay cool awful. I get it yeah <laughs> Um, and again, I mean, you've mentioned a couple of episodes there, but are there any other episodes that you'd like to recommend to oh, listeners yeah. who haven't heard of it? So episode 12, they had an influencer called Uche, and that was really, really interesting. And she talks about how being in the influencer world and how big corporations like Love Island can tap into influencers and be like, come on the show. And what kind mm-hmm. of a position that leaves the influencer? Like, do I do this and get quick following or should I kind of go as I'm doing and grow my following my following organically so that was a really really interesting one and they asked really really great questions as well so yeah i definitely recommend that episode nice perfect and i'm guessing jasmine by the sort of sounds you've been making throughout this recommendation that you listen as well oh, agreeable sorry. sounds no no as if you've yes. been going like yeah okay hmm. yeah no i definitely <laughs> agree two queens in a pod um i think they're kind of everyone's cup of tea yeah like i don't think you can listen to that podcast and not want to listen to another episode mm-hmm. So, yeah, I definitely think your listeners will. I hope they enjoy it. I hope they give it a try. Amazing. Cool. Okay. Uh, Excellent. Well, thank you very much, uh, Vic, for that. And uh, to both of you for coming on. No worries at all. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. There we go. That was Vic from Black Gals Living. And it's always exciting because we have to listen to so many podcasts or are aware of so many podcasts. It's always exciting when one comes up that I've not heard of that sounds amazing. And Two Queens in a Pod is exactly that. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to to giving that a look. Yeah, and I'm, I'm hoping to be able to reach out to those guys and get them on this very show at some point. Yes, indeed. Right. Should we have another recommendation then? Yes, let's have another one. Yeah, it's going to be a uh, a return, I think, a final visit to the Pod Bible podcast uh, for Matt from Microscope, uh, and uh, this is his second recommendation. Right, Matt Ewins from Microscope. Hello, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Yourself? I'm good, very good, thank you. Um, I am intrigued though because I hear you have a podcast for us to to listen to, or a podcast you'd like to recommend. What is it? That's right. Well, basically, uh, I mentioned um, before that I, uh, I can't. Well, my girlfriend can't get to sleep unless she listens to a podcast. We were listening to a lot of comedy ones. That proved quite hard to 
get to bed with because, well, <laughs> you're just mm. laughing. So we started to listen to sort of like more factual ones. And one of my favorite ones is, uh, well, as a podcast, but I think it was like a, a series on the, the world, what is it called? What's the BBC, the International World BBC? Service? The World Service, exactly. Uh, basically, it's Tim Hartford, who I think also hosts more or less, which I think is also a podcast, but basically 50 Things That Made the Modern Economy is this podcast where I think they're only like 10 minutes long and they talk about like basically, well, exactly that. It's 50 micro episodes about different inventions or different um, things that basically have produced the society as we now know. And it's it's brilliant. I mean, there's such a wide array of objects and items and inventions. I'm trying to remember them off the top of my head now, like hydroelectric dams, the internet, uh, I don't know, pork scratchings, probably, bicycle bells, <laughs> what's it? Yeah, all the important things, the key 50. Exactly. Trumpets. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just having a look now. It seems the most recent ones they had were, uh, yeah, dams, as you said, chess algorithms, slot machines, uh, fast food franchises. Yeah. Okay. So I imagine it's one that you don't necessarily listen to in order. You kind of go through and just see what takes your fancy. Yeah, exactly. And you don't listen to too many of them at once because it's, 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 a, it's bonkers. It really lurches from topic to topic. Really? Okay. I want to go back to the whole uh, listening to podcasts in bed thing, because I imagine that's something that will resonate with a lot of people, a lot of listeners. My um, wife is, is definitely somebody who always sticks a podcast on before before bed as well. But what does she listen to? Immediately. It tends to be true crime, Ooh. which is, you know, quite often she might uh, pop up to bed before me and then I'll uh, I'll come upstairs, walk in, she'll be lying there asleep and there's just this voice describing some sort of horrendous, brutal murder. Um, and Gosh. I wonder how that's affecting her dreams. But she says she says it doesn't. She says she's absolutely fine. Um, I, 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 I'm very much on the side of I can't listen to anything because I, I find that I, I just have to zone in and really focus on it. I can't, I can't uh, just drift off. But um, you, you find that okay? I find it all Get right. Eventually, the nice thing about the Fifty Things podcast is because only ten minutes. You can listen to a couple and mm. then sort of nod off before the, the next one starts. I guess if it was more involved, if it was like two hours long, you know, you'd be yes, and you were really into it, talking about dams, which I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's not gripping. I, I'd imagine. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not good. It's obviously fascinating. Oh, it's it's, it's, it's gripping, but you know, it's an absolute thrill <laughs> ride. But w- once you've good, had your ten minutes, you're like, okay, Tim Hartford, I've had enough of um, you know, what whatever you've just mentioned, chips. Yes. Okay. Now this sounds similar, Matt. I don't know if you've heard of um, a podcast that we had recently in the magazine that we recommended, which was the, uh, another BBC one. It was a Radio Four, a history of the world in one hundred objects. Oh no, I haven't you heard about that. No, that sounds good. Okay. So, again, very similar to this, but double the episodes. So that's that's well, a that, that's a, that's, a, that's um, an easy score, isn't it? They've dicked over yeah, Tim Hartford exactly. there, unless but they host it. Very much. Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. But uh, very much looking at you know hundred objects that span the whole entire history of the world, from things such as a suffragette defaced penny to a uh, mechanical galleon to a statue of Ramesses. No, these are all very old things, but it is it is it is fascinating. What I, um, I chucked that recommendation in as well. What had been defaced on the penny by the suffragette? What what had they graffitied? It was defaced by suffragettes with the words "votes for women." Seems fair enough. Okay, great. Well, two recommendations for our listeners there. I, I, yeah, I didn't expect to chuck in one, but I think it does sound very relevant. So we've got 100 objects, uh, history of the world in 100 objects, and uh, Matt's recommendation, 50 things that made the modern economy. Fantastic. Fantastic.
There we go. That was Matt and 50 Things That Made the Modern Economy, which is, that sounds like a fascinating podcast, right? Particularly in a time where there's so much impetus on on the economy and on the importance of the economy. And, you know, we're, we're literally at a time where the government are weighing up how much risk we should be putting ourselves in for the yeah. sake of the economy and stuff like that. So it's it's that sounds like a fascinating one to kind of learn about the 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 build of it. Yeah, certainly, and it, it, it is. I've had a little listen to a couple of those episodes. It's nice that you can pick and choose, sort of go through and 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 look at the thing that you would like to hear about. Um, yeah. So yeah, and, and interesting and a bit different to have that kind of recommendation. So thanks to Matt for that. Yeah, and that's it for this week for your return to the podcast you know what i've um, enjoyed it so much i think i'm going to come back next week i'm going to demand wow. that i return next week and do b- b- back to back two weeks of pip exciting incredible. times for everyone right yeah very lucky our <laughs> listeners um if people want to keep in touch with pod bible how do they do it um we're on all of the the main i mean we say all of the social media normally with at pod bible but then you know we're not on TikTok. Not yet. We're not on Snapchat currently. So, so, so these things might change. But by that, we mean Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And we love you guys kind of interacting, recommending your podcasts in comments or DMs or whatever else. And just, yeah, letting us know what you think of yeah. the pod world. And, uh, if, if you want to sort of tell us what you think, but you can't do it within the character limits on some of those uh, networks, then you can always email us. Yes, info uh, at podbiblemag.com. Yeah, and got to say very exciting podbiblemag.com we have been in the process of of uh, putting together a new website and that is going to be out very very soon so keep an eye out podbiblemag.com for that it's dead exciting um, isn't it because because the original again it was weird we kind of built the original site and didn't expect podbible to become as big a thing as it has so yeah. it stayed as it was and it was originally purely a platform for reading the magazine essentially yeah. that was the initial idea for it and now it's become more of a port of call for all things podcasts news interviews all that kind of thing so it's exciting to give it a full makeover and let it live up to its potential exactly it, it. it is very exciting I've, I've been seeing you know behind the scenes work we've got an expert making the website instead of uh, just one of us this time so uh, yeah. it's it's, it's going to be beautiful um and uh, you're going to be able to do all the usual things like read the magazine and order issues of of the magazine to your door um the newsletter is still going to be there that you can sign up to but it's just going to be a lot easier to access all that great writing that we've got on there um from various different contributors um so yeah I am very excited for one. So keep an eye on podbiblemag.com. Yes, indeed. Incredibly exciting. Um, And speaking of excitement, it is wonderfully exciting that this podcast continues to be produced by the legendary, iconic podcast producer, Mr. Buddy Peace. Couldn't agree more. Let's end it. (laughs) Here we go. See you later, guys. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) 